Hi everybody and welcome to Rob Evans 365. It's day number 798. And today I want to remind you of planning. Okay, planning for the worst, hoping for the best, but we've got to keep planning. And I guess what's inspiring today's conversation is what we've got going on here in Victoria with COVID still. So we still under severe restrictions and we've just heard, well, put into context, this current lockdown, we were told we'd be locked down for six weeks. Okay, we're into the fifth week of that now. Now on Sunday this week, the uh, Victorian government is going to be announcing a roadmap, they're calling it, out of uh, this pandemic, the current lockdown. And they're also introducing a traffic light system, but there's four traffic lights. So I think there's a, there's red, orange and green, but I think there's another yellowy type color in there as well, which is going to, uh, I don't know, they've just decided to put rather than three and our fourth level in there to indicate which industries can come out of lockdown and what will be the, the stage process of doing that. So as of this morning, there's 90, 90 more cases in Victoria, uh, virtually none in the rest of Australia. I think there was two in New South Wales or Queensland. And yesterday it was 74, but the, uh, the number of tests that are being done now are almost down to a third of where they were before. So obviously, the less testing you do, the less results you're going to get. And so whether that reflects, reflects the true pandemic out there, who really knows? But here's the thing. They're going to, uh, on Sunday, announce something. Okay, we don't know what it is. And a lot of people are really hoping that they're going to be quite generous in what they're going to wind restrictions back. But here's the thought. You've got to keep planning for the worst situation because what I think is going to happen, I've been pretty accurate so far. Uh, so it's going to, this lockdown is supposed to finish in, in the six weeks time. There is no way they're going to be opening up at the end of this six weeks. So what they're doing is, it's, it's political, so what they're doing is they're using this traffic light system to give the perception that they're opening things up again, and so they might make some slight changes. Now, as to which industries that's going to be, uh, I think the reality will be that they'll say, I don't know, say construction. They'll be looking at where can they get the biggest bang for their buck by letting uh, industry open again. So I think they'll uh, do it to manufacturing first to appease the unions and, and so forth and they will allow them to get back because they can say, well, there's less exposure to the public, etc., etc., and they'll allow them to do that. And then they'll see how that goes over, say, a two-week period of time. And then they will allow some other industries to open up. Now, whether they just do it for manufacturing or they do it for a couple, who, who knows? And then they'll just keep another couple of weeks to go by and they'll say, okay, that seems to be going all right. Let's open up uh, retail. 
and so they'll open up retail with some very tight restrictions. They'll see how that goes for a couple of weeks and then they'll open up somewhere else. Now at this point, uh, like health and fitness industry has not been mentioned at all in any of the, uh, the wine backs. So uh, what I can see happening is that we'll, we'll be right down the end of the list somewhere. I really don't think I'll be able to get people back in my studio this year. Um, I think that's how tight they'll be with the restrictions. I'm sure I'll be able to get back working in the park at some point. But I think they're going to do it on you know, a couple of weeks at a time. So what that means is that we'll effectively be still uh, pretty locked down for, I, I reckon, at least another six weeks uh, before we start to get back to some sort of sense of normality. And of course, as soon as these numbers start to grow again, what do you think they'll do? They'll lock us down again. So um, it's, it's very political. Uh, it makes you wonder what has gone wrong in Victoria, where the rest of the country seems to be able to manage it quite well, allowing people to get back to, to normal again. And we've just you know, lost it here. Very, very disappointing, and I think that a lot of questions need to be asked that aren't being asked, and we need to get to the bottom of this. So what does this mean? A lot of people are hanging on the fact that come Sunday there's going to be some announcements, we'll be able to get back to where, we're, uh, you know, where we want to be living uh, quickly, and I think the reality will be that's not going to be the case. So we have to keep planning for a further lockdown. So you have to keep putting your mindset in the right place and thinking, how am I going to be managing my time over this next period of time? Because what is going to come on Sunday is a massive letdown for people. Some people might be pleasantly surprised. Some people will be uh, pleased to you know, get back into uh, their normal, normal way of life again. But for most of us, we're going to end up in the same position, still shut down, still living the same way. And it's that extra wave of disappointment, that extra wave of uh, setback that weighs so incredibly heavy on people. And it's like one thing after the other, after the other, after the other. You know, they talk about that saying, the, the straw that break, breaks the camel's back. And I feel that so many people are just on the brink like that. It's like they've been holding on for so long. And uh, like we're at the six month mark and another announcement where there's a further setback. Um, unfortunately, you know, we're talking about this second wave. I think there'll be a third wave. There could be a fourth wave. Uh, so... What we have to do, and look, don't get me wrong, I, I'm incredibly frustrated by this whole situation as well. I think about the year that I had planned, uh, how everything was going so well in terms of uh, the business, the growth, kicking all my goals and having the best year ever in over a decade. And well, when I say over a decade, in the 12 years that I've been operating, this was going to be the best year ever. I was so set for it and the results were there. And then this comes along and it's, um, it has a dramatic impact. So, you know, I'm feeling your pain as well. But here's what we have to do. We, 
we can't control the decision that's going to happen on today, tomorrow, Sunday, uh, next week. We just can't control that. We can try and have some influence. So for instance, uh, Fitness Australia have been lobbying to uh, have uh, fitness centres, gyms, etc., as uh, d declared an essential service. And um, they've come out with some good information today being, these numbers might be slightly wrong, but it's something like 420 plus gyms in New South Wales have been open for the past however long. And they've had six point, I think it's 6.3 million visits and there hasn't been any cases of COVID out of those. Uh, so I think that's exciting. Having, having said that, um, I don't know whether they captured the Virgin Active case because there was a, an outbreak in a, a dance studio, I believe, like a dance class. Well, not an outbreak. Somebody that attended the class had it and then they wanted the class to get tested. So uh, I don't know how there's zero cases. But anyway, so very compelling. 6 point, you know, 6.3 million case, uh, attendances across 423 gyms across uh, New South Wales and no, uh, no illnesses. So um, I think that's very, very positive. And so I've signed the petition electronically to, uh, you know, to see that we can become declared a, an essential service. I don't think it will happen, but when uh, gyms and doing what I do are so much part of the solution rather than the problem. Uh, I mean, it needs due consideration. Um, I do, my suggestion was that they also ask for a delineation between, del, a delineation between uh, your big gyms and something like I operate or smaller boxes and and uh, like CrossFit boxes and that kind of stuff where you've got a certain number of people. So maybe you have no more than 10 in there, uh, which is fine. I mean, I should be still able to operate just fine as a result because it's incredibly clean, incredibly safe. And um, anyway, we're just lumped into this big category. Uh, so we can have some influence potentially, but we can't control the decision. So we need to make sure that we are in full control of ourselves in full control of our thought process and not trying to predict when we are going to come out of this thing because I was listening to something yesterday which said that this could go on for two or three years and I, be I believe that, that that could be true. I mean the concept of going internationally uh, from Australia for travel right now is just obscene. You just think you can't even imagine when that's going to happen again and so uh, we're just getting used to different things. Now, what you need to do is con keep on conditioning yourself to take care of yourself, to take care of your mindset and be focusing on those things that are important to you. I mean, they, I know it's hard. It's, I mean, it's hard for me, uh, but it can be really a drain on uh, financially uh, for families. It can be really difficult. Uh, but look at it this way. There's always a way out. There is always an alternative somewhere. I mean, I'm a, I'm a single income family running my own business that's been absolutely screwed over by uh, the restrictions that have been placed on us. So I have to find another way uh, to be able to do things. If there's two of you in the house and you're in that situation, well, at least there's two of you 
you, you've got the potential to earn two incomes. And it may be, it means you need to do something else for a period of time, but you will find an opportunity somewhere. I mean, for, for instance, I mean, I'm looking for uh, the right admin people right now to assist me in some of the stuff that I'm doing because I had to sack my, my team last week. Now, I've, um, I've been looking at, oh, I've had five or six different uh, people that I've been looking at, but they're just not the right, they're just not right uh, for, for what I want. So it, it becomes uh, frustrating. So I'm, I'm doing that work myself at the moment. Uh, so it makes it, it makes it challenging. As the, the kids get older and they want to be interested in, in doing it, I'll get them to do it. Uh, but they're just not there right now. Uh, so, you know, there are opportunities. There are opportunities. You've just got to maybe be a little bit more creative, look in different places and, and find it. But the point is you've got to survive, or not just survive, you've got to thrive in this environment. And this is why I said to you, uh, like six weeks ago, I came up with a 90-day plan because I said there's no way we're going to be shut down for just 45 days. It's going to be much longer than that. And it could even go beyond the 90 days. And so if we're getting closer to the 45-day mark and I look back and say, what have I accomplished? I think the biggest thing that has helped me is creating that plan to start with so that each day I can get up and know what it is that I'm working towards. You're lying in bed in the morning, you're like, well, uh, will I stay here, asleep in bed, or will I get up and go and do something productive? Now, the way that I look at it is, I wanna jump out of bed in the morning because I'm so excited about what I'm about to go downstairs and do. Because I'm excited about that next thing, that next thing, working on uh, you know, content or contributing to some somewhere else in, uh, you know, in the community, making a difference somewhere. I think this is, the, this is what most people don't get, contributing beyond yourself. And that's where the gold of life is. When you start to make a difference to other people's lives, everything that you want in your life will come to you. So maybe you need to shift your focus, contribute to others. How can you make a difference to others and then whatever it is that you want will come to you? because you'll, you'll attract those things into your life just by virtue of uh, you know, giving other people what they want, you will naturally get what you want. So we're in this for the long haul. And so you've got to keep working. You can't give up. Uh, I start, I'm starting to get um, a few inquiries coming through from people saying that, uh, you know, when can I come to your studio and that kind of stuff. And I'm saying, well, look, here are the stream services that we do and how I can work with you, but you can't visit the studio yet. And uh, people are telling me that they've really struggled through COVID. They're fatter, their words, not mine, but they're fatter over the, uh, the COVID period. They need somebody to get them motivated again and uh, get moving and, and uh, you know, get the health that they want. So there are so many people out there that are in this position of making poorer food choices, moving less. I mean, I'm moving less than I was before. It's a, it's a real concentrated effort for me to get in the 10,000 steps. Yesterday, I struggled to get in the 10,000 steps. Uh, in the end, I had to record three podcasts so that I could uh, you know, record them and walk at the same time so that I could get my, 
uh, my steps up. It's really, really tough. Uh, even today, it's going to be a real challenge for me today to get in my 10,000 steps, but I've got to focus on it. And where you focus, that's where you put your energy and that's where you'll get the outcomes. So comes back to a plan. Write down a plan. If you didn't listen to that first podcast that I, I, um, I did uh, probably 40-odd days ago, you'll find it. So I think I call it a 90-day COVID plan, something like that. And uh, it, it will create a level of focus for you. If I hadn't have done that, I'd be just like everybody else and getting up each day and it's like, oh, well, what will I do? And when you run your own business, I mean, think about it. If you're an employee, you're going to do what work is there and what, uh, you know, what your manager or whatever tells you to do and say, oh, we need this done. Can you do this for me? And say, okay, yep, I'll do that. So you're focusing on, on the tasks generally at hand as opposed to the bigger picture. So when you're running a business and you've had the guts ripped out of it and you've got to think about uh, putting food on the table and you've got to, uh, you know, pivot your business and uh, come up with different ideas and stuff. If I got up each day and said, oh, well, gee, I, I hope that they're going to give me some money because this is unfair and, uh, you know, I'm, I don't feel like I can uh, do any stream services or... Uh, you know, create anything new. I'm just going to wait until things open up again. I would be screwed. I would really be screwed. So you've got to approach it with a level of energy and passion and focus and drive so that you can continue to grow no matter what happens. No matter what happens, you've got to keep pushing forward, keep driving the numbers and have a purpose every single day. Because if I didn't have the plan, I'd be getting up and I'd be like, oh, well, gee, I'm not really sure what to do today. Um, not as many clients are coming or I don't have as many sessions today. Uh, so therefore, uh, I might just take it easy today. I mean, I could certainly do that and just be complaining and whinging and just not doing anything and just hoping that on Sunday they're going to make an announcement that means that we're one step closer to getting back to where I was before. But because I created a plan, I attack each day with purpose and I know what I'm working towards, I know what I want and I just keep working. And each day, it's, it's like this, one thing leads to another. It's like you do a, you do a series of things that are you know, in your plan and then as you're going through those, other ideas come up. Or you get to the end of those and think, okay, what now? What's the next thing that I can do? How can I take things to the next level? Uh, so I've got so many things still to do that uh, you know, even a further 45 days is going to be probably not enough to get the things done that I want to. But you need those time pressures to get things done. Otherwise, you just drag it on forever. And it's just like my book, for instance, and I'll say, okay, well, you've got two years to write it. Uh, I guarantee you that most of it will get done in the last part of the two years. So we do need, we do need that time pressure. Um, but that, look, and things happen. So what, the biggest thing that I had set down to do for uh, this uh, lockdown was to put in place a systemized approach for my communication, connection, social media management and all that kind of stuff. Thought I had it done, had to sack the team, so now I don't have that in place. 
I've got all the material and stuff, so it's not like it's a complete waste of time because I, I know what to post. It's just that I've got to do it all myself right now, which is a real pain. Uh, but at least I've gone through the exercise to say, okay, so here's the days, here's what you're going to be posting, here's what you're actually going to post, and you just do it. So it just takes me a bit of time each day to do that, whereas I wanted to be systemized and managed by someone else so I didn't have to worry about it. And then that's got its, its positives and its negatives. Uh, so it's not a complete waste, but I haven't been able to achieve that fully that I wanted to, and that's annoying. Uh, so, but we, we just keep pushing until we find the right person and things happen for a reason. Clearly, this wasn't going to work with the, uh, you know, this part of my team, so I needed to uh, give it to someone else. And I just haven't found that person yet, or people. So we need to keep pushing. You need to focus on coming up with a plan. What are you gonna do? Now, if you just wanna make it for your health and fitness, make a decision. What are you gonna do for your health and fitness? Because we're gonna be locked down for, for longer. We can only go out for one hour at a time now on Sunday. Maybe they'll increase that and say that you can go out for I don't know, maybe two hours, or maybe there's unlimited time that you can go out, but it can only be one person or two people or something like that. You still can't have the visitors over your house and, and those types of things, but maybe that is something that will happen. But don't bank on it. I would say plan on the fact that we're still gonna be shut down, you can only go out for one hour a day. So what are the things that you can do? How can you re-inspire yourself to uh, get focused on your, your health and wellness again? Start to think about uh, different things that inspire you. Think about why you began in the, uh, to begin with. Go back to the very first week of these podcasts, episode one through to seven, and have a listen through those to, to um, have me walk you through uh, the working out what it is that you want, why you want it. If you want a really good way to get inspired and to start taking some action, uh, the the best investment that you'll make for the, for the lowest investment is grab a copy of my book, Awaken the Sexy Within. It doesn't matter whether you're male or female, it's still all relevant. And it walks you through 43 steps where you can achieve the ultimate transformation that you want. If you then want the next level, you can go to the online program, Awaken the Sexy Within, uh, online program and that's a 60-day program where you've got me holding your hand every single day as you work through a, a much more detailed process than the, the book. We dig uh, a lot deeper and we cover a lot more uh, different things but I'm obviously speaking to you every day about how do you go about it. There's videos and everything in there. These things are simple tools that will help reinvigorate you, re-inspire you and the Clients that I'm coaching at the moment along the same principles of what we're doing through these programs, it's incredible. The transformations that they're making through their mindsets is really quite amazing. So um, that is a great way to, I just walk you through from the very beginning, how do you work out what it is that you want? How do you get inspired? How do you uh, set some goals for yourself, walking you through your meals as well. And then we've got up to, um, really, there's 100 and, uh, 156 workouts because you can divide each of the, the 52 workouts into 20-minute uh, blocks if you want to. Uh, so there, there's so much in there 
that can help you. The point is you've got to get started, you've got to have a plan, and then it just comes down to the execution of that plan. But if you identify the right things for you, your goals, your purpose, if they're big enough for you, that will inspire you to start with. If you say to yourself, yes, this is the hardest time I've ever lived through, but I'm not going to let this damn thing defeat me. I want to prove to no one else other than myself that through the toughest time in my life, I came out above it. I came out better than most people did. I not only survived this, but I thrived through this environment because I'm using it as a test. And if you are really struggling in this time, then I would suggest that there's probably, and look, I mean, I don't want to offend anyone that's listening to this, but if you're really struggling with this right now, then I would say that there's a a pretty good chance that there are other parts of your life where you have struggled for most of your life. And maybe that points to the way that you ask questions of yourself, the way that you talk to yourself, and maybe you've never been strong enough for you to step up when things got tough. And this is a great example. And when it came along, I said, this is a great test for me. Uh, Because I'm always talking to people about being resilient and how to become better versions of yourself and asking yourself the right questions. And I thought, okay, well, don't just talk it. Why don't you prove it to yourself? This is the, the best chance you'll probably ever have. Why don't you show yourself how you can thrive in this environment because there's so much uncertainty why don't you do it and so that I've been testing myself the whole time so that I don't feel like that this is ever going to defeat me and I don't I don't feel like that at all Um, there's been so many tremendous opportunities through this and I think I'm I'm really thriving in this environment it doesn't mean I don't want it to be over but I'm thriving nonetheless because of the constant messages that I tell myself. And the reason that I have a plan and I, you know, I'm looking after my body and I'm, I'm still on a quest to have the best shaped body of my life, it's because I want to test myself and it's because I know that I have to keep moving forward. I have to keep t- asking myself the right questions. How can I learn from this? How can I improve every single day? How can I keep growing? And when you do that, you get completely different outcomes. And when you're just new at this, you're not always successful. You're not going to be great at everything you start straight away. But, and I wasn't either when I first started this. I've been doing it for so long now. And I can still find ways every day where I think, I could have improved on yesterday. I could have done better there. So this is a chance for you to test yourself. Step up. Step up for you. Do it for you. Create that better version of you for you, not anyone else. Anyone else can be a, you know, a benefit, but do it for you. Just for you. Push yourself. Test yourself. Rise above it. Don't give up. Be strong. 
and each day aim to do a little bit more and a little bit more and just shift your focus. Don't shift, oh, sorry, don't focus on the end result. Don't focus on when this is over, when this is over, when this is over. Just pretend it's never gonna be over. And then focus on how you can control everything in your life and what it means to you, knowing that this may never end. Because if that happens, what are you gonna do? Like if it's never gonna end, what, what, is, what does it mean? It means a whole range of different things, but what does it mean to you? It means that you've got to make different decisions. You've got to start talking to yourself in a different way. It means that you've got to start to find the joy in a smile, a joy in a, a bird tweeting, a, a joy in the wind, in the sun, all of those simple pleasures of life that you have to find joy in, otherwise life will be dull, boring and over for you. And this is the, the thing that most people don't do well. We have so many things in our lives that distract us from the real things in life that we need to, I guess COVID is forcing us to get back to simplicity and become grateful for more of the things that we do have and start to slow our minds down and focus on what's important to us, what's truly important to us. Think back to the cave, caveman, cavewoman days. Oh, we didn't have any of the, the luxuries that we do today, any of those distractions. But some of those uh, communities were more happy, more uh, social than we are now, even though we've got this thing called Facebook, which is social media, we uh, are not as social as we were back in prehistoric times. So the scientists tell me. So there's a lot for us to learn. So they had to be happy in those communities. They, they found ways to entertain themselves and the different messages that they told themselves each day, whether it was going out and hunting for food or doing whatever it is that they did uh, to survive, uh, but they were happy. They, they lived a simple, a way more simple life that was happy. Uh, and if you look at what we have now, um, and so many of us are unhappy. And it's all because of the way that we communicate with ourselves. So you've got the ability to be able to rise above this completely, but you've got to start asking yourself different questions. You've got to start to plan for what it is that you want to achieve. Um, so I put this to you now. Plan what you're going to do over these next four to eight weeks into the, the next part of this year and what you're going to achieve for your health and fitness. Now, you're only going to do this if you want to make a difference. If you say, oh, yeah, no, nah, I'm switching off now. Well, that's fine if that's not for you. But if you want to make a difference, then this is what you need to do. You need to be planning for what it is that you're going to or want to achieve for the, the rest of the year. Next, say, four, four weeks, eight weeks. What are you going to focus on? Why are you going to focus on that? And then every day, you've got to make sure that you remain focused. And again, the, my book and the online program walk you through step-by-step step exactly how to do this. But uh, I think creating visuals for yourself, I have visuals all around me, whether it's like I'm walking past right now, a wall of some 40 plus celebrities that I've met, famous people, and every single one that I look at, there's a story behind each one and what each one means to me. 
um, in my office. I've got a countdown today's day 79, uh, 79 days to go until my final photo shoot uh, for me to be in the best shape of my life. I've got um, like physical reminders of, I've got little, well here's one over here that I'm looking at, which is a little bodybuilding uh, sculpture. I've got some on my desk, I've got some upstairs. I've got things on my mirror that inspire me, people that inspire me. Um, you know, there's so many different things. I can listen to things on, on YouTube. Um, I can read things, I can watch a movie. Uh, you know, so many different things inspire me. You've got to find what inspires you. And if you keep doing these things every day, do you see how you're conditioning yourself? You're conditioning a better version of you. You're conditioning yourself for success. And that is really, really exciting. Because when you feel this change in you, it's amazing. Because I didn't used to be like I am now. But when I made these changes, it's not like you wake up one morning and like, boom, I didn't have it yesterday, but gee, I do today. What I did was focused on doing a little bit more every day, every day. And don't get me wrong, there were days when I thought, when is this going to happen for me? When am I going to feel like I'm this person that I want to be? And maybe you don't ever be that person that you want to be. I'm not in my case anyway, because I'm always thinking, what's that next thing? What's that next thing? I'm always chasing something, that better version of myself. It's like that better version of myself is like 10 meters in front of me or 100 meters in front of me. And I've got to keep on moving to keep chasing it because that one's keeping on moving. And so when you have that mindset, you're focusing on those things that you know work for you and you, you keep doing them and you're doing over and over and then all of a sudden you'll stop and you'll look back and you say, actually, the things that I'm doing now, the things that I'm talking about now are way different from you know, 12 months ago, two years ago, whatever. When I first started this journey, it was about six or seven years ago. I can't remember the exact date, but six or seven years ago. And... When I first started doing it, I thought, this is crazy. I don't, I don't know, is this ever going to work? I'm doing these incantations. I'm doing all kinds of things. And I still kind of feel the same. But now when I look back, I think, wow, look how far I've come. And now I'm teaching other people how to do this as well. Uh, like the impact on my own life has been amazing. So simple things done consistently make a massive difference. I'm conscious of your time today and how long this has been going for, so I want to be respectful of that. Thank you for staying tuned. Don't give up. We can thrive in this environment. And though, look, I know that we've got people listening from about 40 countries from around the world right now, and I thank you uh, for listening in. Um, I want you to uh, stay safe. I know that we've all got different restrictions that we're living in, and I know us here in Victoria, we're living under the tightest restrictions of anywhere else in the world right now. So some of you may not be able to relate to this, and that's okay, but the principles are still the same. Where are you at with your health and wellness? And make sure you put in a plan for the rest of the year. You may be able to get out and go for a gym. Our gyms probably won't be open for months, uh, but they don't need to be for you to be able to keep that focus and get the results that you truly want to. So stay safe, love to you all, see you tomorrow.